This world carries some pretty mixed messages. How do you sort out the facts from the fiction? Sometimes you just need the real scoop without the BS. Well, here we go. Welcome to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. Get ready for awareness, insight, and fun. Now, here are your hosts, Brad and Julie. We are Siamese, if you please. We are Siamese, if you don't please. Wow. What? Brad, what, what are you doing? I'm singing from Disney. From Disney? Yes. It sounds Lady really tr- familiar. Lady in the Tramp. Oh, right. Lady in the Tramp, the, the Siamese cats. Uh, yeah. You know, everybody everybody remembers the spaghetti in the, you know, the that beautiful spaghetti eating together. Absolutely. But overlooked are the two Siamese cats. They are overlooked. But why, why are you singing that today, Brad? Because that, my friend, was my first introduction to hypnosis. Ah, interesting. Yeah, if you think about it, Disney used hypnosis in quite a few of their movies, cartoons. The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book, right. The Snake. Yes, I don't remember any of the names of anything, but thank you for bringing that back. I, I, I can visualize that in my mind. But. What? Before we get into our wonderful topic today, our exciting topic today, before we get the nuts and bolts of hypnosis on the table here, welcome, Brad. To no BS talk. Where there would be no BS. Because we, you and I, no BS. We do. We do. Welcome everyone else as well. (laughs) And again, before we get into too much further, Brad has some updates for you guys. Some really exciting updates. From the updates desk, I would like to thank everybody out there for listening, wherever you are in this world. We were talking the other uh, week about uh, Canada versus the United States, and I'm just a... Gonna say Canada's still winning in their listenership, but yes, uh, they are. Close Thank you, Canada, is the United States. So, everybody worldwide, wherever you are, maybe you're in France, maybe you're in Norway. I am very, very flattered that you are listening to us. The other thing I want to let people know is we do have opportunities for exposure on this show. We uh, like we're exposure talking marketing on this show. exposure, not uh, the <laughs> other kind of exposure. Mind you, you can't see me right now, can you? <laughs> <laughs> However, if you want to check that out, uh, we do Facebook Live, supporting each show at three o'clock Pacific Standard Time uh, on after Tuesdays. our shows on Tuesdays. So yes. you can check us out, and uh, we'll see what kind of exposure we can arrange there. <laughs> so there's advertising, no. there's Disney songs, there's there's a plethora of madness happening here today. Julie there is there's often a plethora of madness happening when we get together it's one of my favorite things about us hmm so should we get into our topic let's get into our to- what is our topic our topic is hypnosis or more importantly hypnotherapy we have been waiting to have this show because Brad and I are both hypnotherapists right so it is one of our favorite tools, and we are excited to share some things with you. So we're going to share uh, really a little bit about hypnosis and about our experiences. Mm-hmm. And we are going to share some of the ways that it fits in to what we're doing here on the show and, of course, in our private practices. And, you know, me being somebody who was new to hypnosis a few years ago, um, I think there's a lot that people can uh, take away from the show. I really hope that we are going to be here to enlighten, educate, entertain all the things we love to do. We might even sing more songs. Well, you might. Okay. 
Julie, what I do you w- got? I will play the tambourine or the triangle. <laughs> do you have a cowbell, Brad? He's got a lot of instruments at no, his uh, just wear that studio pair of here. jeans with all of the metals things on the side from the 80s that you have. Right. They make a hell of a noise in the dryer, those things. <laughs> they certainly do. They certainly do. It's, a, it's actually kind of hypnotic. It is. It is. You see, this is the thing. Just like Cheryl, <laughs> Julie Turner uses everything available absolutely brad is really dating himself it, it took me like a split second to connect with Chero. charo however you say her name Chero was the original uh, yes the original um fruit girl wasn't it like the the didn't she like yeah she yeah. said coochie 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 all the time yes i'm doing hand signals and brad's doing them as well Chero was around the same time the siamese cats were busy hypnotizing children throughout <laughs> yeah, the world yes she probably was <laughs> i do love that topic and and brad brought that up before we started the show today that you know there was so much hypnosis and and honestly just to get started all hypnosis is self-hypnosis let's start with that mm-hmm. because people ask both brad and i i'll speak for myself here can i be hypnotized and we are here to say a simple yes now the studies say that about 95 percent of people can be hypnotized but i would like to argue that mm-hmm. But the fact is, it's all self-hypnosis. So if you don't want to be hypnotized, this isn't mind control, right? So you can say, you you can just not participate. You can just not buy in. But we have had hypnosis on TV and movies. And where else have you experienced hypnosis? Hypnosis? Yeah, like like the self-hypnosis. From an outside source or self-hypnosis? No, self-hypnosis. Like what, uh, what other things... We have a list of things we often tell our clients just so that they understand and feel a little bit more comfortable with hypnosis. Well, I mean, that's as simple as uh, driving a car and not kind of being able to recount the actual journey. Um, Yeah, I'm sure you've all experienced that. That probably sounds familiar. Yeah. So anytime something like that happens where you've gone through an activity um, and you can't really recount it, but however, you were still aware of what you were doing. Right, still, you didn't crash. You still managed what you were mm-hmm. doing. You weren't sleeping. You were there. You were just your subconscious was in a different taking headspace. the wheel, so to speak. Well, that's interesting because the way you, uh, you know, and I'm going to invite you to to flush this out a little bit, Julie, because you're very good at it. Um, your subconscious mind is so well trained to do what you're doing that you actually don't even need to do, to concentrate on it. There are so many things. We often talk about how many things the conscious mind can do versus the subconscious. Now, there's so many people out there that are like, oh, you only use 10% of your brain. And, and that is not true at all. But what is true is that your conscious mind is a small percentage of your brain. And it's what we are functioning in society with most of the time. So your conscious mind can only do one thing at a time, whereas your subconscious can do thousands, hundreds of thousands of things at the same time, and you aren't even aware of it, which is why, as Brad had mentioned, you can be on your way somewhere, and if this is a route you've taken so many times, you kind of check out. And that's really, that's hypnosis, is you've kind of checked out. Mm-hmm. But you're still there, but you're just in your mind instead of in your in, in the world, instead of present in the world. I like to kind of look at that as a computer has RAM memory and then hard drive. Right. <clears throat> Software versus hardware, I like to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you're looking at those two different components. Actually, that's not what I like to say that about. Sorry. <laughs> I generally say that about the brain versus the mind. Yes. Anyway. And we'll get into that. Someday. Someday we'll talk brain versus mind. Right. And... So moving forward, as far as hypnosis goes, um, that's kind of the key element to it is your subconscious mind 
is being more accessible Mm -hmm. using hypnosis. And we can get into the brainwave thing later. Brad loves to talk about the brainwaves. I love the brainwaves. So he will definitely get into that a little bit later. I, strangely, I've been involved in hypnosis for quite a few years and I teach. I teach a course, so I support others to learn hypnosis. But I love the the theory of it more than the the function. So Brad's very interested in the function. So that's we kind of make a good team in that way, so that he can teach you a little bit about what's actually going in your mind, mm-hmm. on in your mind. Whereas I like to explain it when I'm talking to a client that it is simply a relaxed state that I support you, I guide you into, so that you are able to hear your own thoughts and really be aware of what's going on underneath. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're being asked a question, point blank out in public, even if it's a question you know the answer to, you kind of have this little moment of panic. And you're just like, I don't know what the right answer is. Uh, What should I say? Should I say this? And in hypnosis, in a really relaxed state, in a slower brainwave, that doesn't happen. What happens is you get a picture, a visual, a word. You get some kind of acknowledgement instantly. And that is your answer. And you don't have to necessarily share it with the hypnotherapist. The beauty is that you have the answer. I just had this conversation with my son and a friend last night. Wonderful. Um, And my kind of visualization on that is I look at the brain like a closed fist, like Mm -hmm. a clenched fist. Right. So when when we're in our our natural operating state during the day, Mm -hmm. you know, we have varying states. Mm -hmm. It's like you're, you're clenched. Right. And it's just like your body. It's like, how can you do yoga if your body is not relaxed? Right. Yes. Right? So hypnosis is very akin to like unclenching your brain so that it can actually accept your own thoughts. And so the magic of that. Be aware of your own thoughts. The magic of that and to your point about, you know, you're getting a visual, which is your answer. The magic of that is that is a visual that your mind is creating itself. Mm -hmm. So we talk about like, you know, positive mental imagery. We talk about positive reinforcement, you know, versus negative thoughts and all of that stuff. When you really cut to the chase with hypnosis, you're creating a visual. You're creating a message in your own brain that your brain makes, which ultimately is an answer and a positive movement forward. And I've talked to people that I've worked with and it's months later and they can remember specific visuals from specific hypnosis, just like it's a childhood memory. Right, even better than a childhood memory, honestly. You know, it's just so bright and vivid. And it's just an amazing, amazing tool. So it's it's something that we we love to work with. mm -hmm. So, there's some more things I'd love to say on that, but I'm going to ask you, like, how does today's topic fit into foundations, alternatives, and share your story, which we've kind of based all of our shows on? Yeah. So I wanted to give some some examples of how hypnosis helps. So as some of you may know, I started in nutrition, and then I moved to coaching, and Then I added hypnosis and it was kind of like this wonderful tie-in. All the things that I do, I work in relationships. I work with people's physical health and their mental, emotional health. And hypnosis helps me in every single one of those categories. So for example, the, the 
physical health. There's actually a study in the journal Obesity. It's a research journal, and it mm-hmm. shows that those who have used hypnosis in their weight loss journey feel fuller and have reduced their calorie intake over those who haven't. There is also a, a 2018 study that shows women with multiple sclerosis who were using hypnosis had decreased pain as soon as they started using it and could modify their own pain because of course all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Once you understand, you can use it on your own. There's so many conditions that Mm -hmm. hypnosis helps with. So we wanted to talk about a few of the other ones. You know, hypnosis can be used with with and for anxiety control, depression, uh, sports and academic performance, which, which we'll maybe look at yeah, a little bit more say, later. I was going to say, Brad has a, a, an article he wanted to share some of on sports performance. As well as some of the things that I'm specifically working on myself. Right. Kind of garner into that in yes. a different way. Um, it can help with your attention, your focus, confidence, self-esteem, uh, memory, test-taking, pregnancy, childbirth, fears, phobias. Uh, of course, there's things like smoking and weight loss. Um, and then it can also factor into medical conditions, you know, gastrointestinal disorders, pain control. It, there, there's just so many things. If you look it up, and if you're interested, if you want to reach out to us, if you look it up, IBS is one of the number one things that uh, hypnosis helps with. So IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, mm-hmm. can be remedied, can be, instead of taking medication, you can use hypnosis to remedy it it's it's actually quite amazing now something that we talk about alternatives to conventional medicine etc in many countries for Mm -hmm. example the uk and the us hypnosis is frontline it's not alternative it's actually frontline used in medical offices but in other countries it's not Mm -hmm. there's actually many more that it is but they we so understand now that a lot of these disorders and disease that we have are caused from mental emotional stress and then they start to manifest physically in the mm-hmm. body and things like autoimmune diseases are and gastrointestinal diseases those are, are huge they definitely factor in well you know, our minds are uh, a key factor in how our bodies work most definitely and so let's just put it this way you know if you're walking around in a state of absolute stress and anxiety all the time that's going to affect your body and how it works just imagine yourself being stressed right now like as soon as i think about being stressed i can feel the tension between my shoulder blades Mm -hmm. i can feel my jaw clench like and those things those have long-term effects when you walk around like that every day and have no relief and release Mm -hmm. as we mentioned all hypnosis is self-hypnosis you can learn how to support yourself if you feel that maybe you're not ready to go talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. However, we are here. There's many amazing hypnotherapists. If you are interested, please reach out. Mm -hmm. And I just want to lend my own personal experience. You know, after working uh, in a a corporate environment, office environment is very quick moving. There's a lot of things that that are happening in in a corporate office environment. It can get very, very stressful and people have a tendency to eat their stress. Oh, yes. So, you know, just imagine if you had a five minute or even a three minute self-hypnosis exercise that you could do in your chair. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've done this personally and it helped me immensely. And it's one of the things that really made me tap into really wanting to pursue 
hypnosis, know more about it and actually get my certifications. That's wonderful. I know when I'm working with a client, depending on what their needs are, I will send them with a recorded hypnosis mm-hmm. and they can be very short. Some of my clients are um, uh, top performers, sport, business, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And sometimes they just need to feel successful so they can go out and be successful. That only takes a couple of minutes to get that going in your mind. Yeah. But we're gonna talk after the break about how to remove the things that are already currently in your mind. Now we did talk about Disney and we've been watching Disney. Brad and I are of a certain generation, not sure where you guys are at, but we've been watching Disney for a really, really long time. And they understood hypnosis way back when. And so has the media and marketing. So if you don't think you've already been hypnotized, we have news for you after this break. What else is coming up after the break? Uh, We're going to dive in a little bit more into uh, using hypnosis and hypnotherapy to improve sports performance as well as personal performance. Uh, And we've got uh, multiple things, maybe a little bit about the history. I want to ask you a little bit because some of the things you just said, um, I think it would be pertinent just to skip back and talk about the history of hypnosis. Even further back in time. Just a little bit. Absolutely. That sounds great. And please join us after the break. And remember to join us after the show, at least on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. PST for our Facebook Live, where you can ask us any questions you want. We have an awesome moderator that will get through everything you need. And we'll talk about that exposure thing a little bit more. Mm, Brad loves exposure. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Creativity. History shows endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and the unique knowledge of creativity, how to own it and how to value it. You're creative, and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. What you doing, Brad? Well, I'm looking at clouds and contemplating life thanks to outside the box. Oh? Yeah, since we have a system to take care of our digital stuff, I have time to do this. Well, thank goodness for Darcy at Outside the Box Digital. Yeah, reach out to Darcy at OutsideTheBoxDigital.com for a free review of your digital systems to maximize your time and effort. Hey, hey, Julie, is that is that cloud over there? Is that a... a it's an autocumulus. I was going to say squirrel. Hmm. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. 
You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at nobstalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on No BS Talk. So, during the break. Yes. Brad and I were having a chat because, well, truly, we just never stopped talking. And he brought up the story of Milton Erickson and how amazed he was at this story. So bear with us. And Brad is going to share one of the founding fathers of modern hypnosis. The hypnosis has a like hundreds of thousands of years history. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the founding fathers of modern hypnosis as we kind of know it today. So Brad, take it away. The quick and dirty on Milton Erickson. Now, Milton Erickson was born in 1901, mm-hmm. lived until about 1980. Um, he ended up being a psychiatrist as well as a psychologist, and he specialized in medical hypnosis and family therapy. So he was one of the kind of the new age forefathers of the whole thing. Right. The interesting thing I find about his story, and this is why I wanted to relay this, because in this day and age, people are always trying to look at performance. They're always trying to look Mm -hmm. at how can I do better, um, all of that kind of thing. Here's the deal with Milton Erickson. Okay, he was born with some issues. He, he was late learning to speak. He had difficulties in reading. Um, later on, he described it as dyslexia. Now, he was also... Sorry to interrupt you, but yeah. remember people, we've said he ended up being a psychiatrist and a psychologist. Continue. Right, good point. Now, he was also colorblind and he was tone deaf. So he had some some real limitations, what would be considered limitations as a kid. And you're going to see how this all kind of comes together later on as I go on. Um, so later on, he kind of explained that he had these extraordinary abilities that he stated that they were the disabilities because he developed a greater focus on trying to get over those disabilities. Right, now, and you hear that all the time. Mm-hmm. You, you hear that whatever it is that you can't do, you are stronger in the things that you can. That's right. So wait, it gets better. I know, I'm excited. It gets better. So as a young kid, as a young kid, Mr. Erickson was exposed to a local hypnotist coming through. And he got fascinated with hypnosis. And he was later quoted as saying that hypnosis was a tool far too great to leave in the hands of entertainers. Right. And me being... Stage hypnosis versus hypnotherapy. Right. And so... At 17 years old, he was stricken with polio. That so man could not win. This would be, you know, 1918, 1920. Right. And so he started to do hypnosis memory recall of his muscles. Is everyone listening to this? Everyone out there that has had maybe possibly a past injury, um, that maybe they lost the ability to do something as, as well as they did before. Right. And so he was using hypnotic techniques Mm -hmm. that he had inadvertently developed to try and heal his own body. Right. So he gets himself to a point where he can actually kind of start moving a little bit. And he decides, as somebody would in 1920, to go on a (laughs) 1,000 mile (laughs) canoe journey. Because that's what you do. He when couldn't even can, walk. When you can start to walk again, you'll, you go on a, a He couldn't journey. even walk, and he decides he's going to go on this cathartic 
journey. Are you noticing how much Brad is loving this story? Well, this He's story so is just like so about the story. It is. Well, it is. I love this story because at the end of it, he finished the journey and he could walk. Amazing. And so he walked with a cane for the rest of his life while he went out and developed and talked about hypnosis, hypnotic techniques in regard with a medical right angle to yes, it. Yes, yes. So he brought along great legitimacy by being somebody who walked the talk, as yes, you like to put it. Absolutely. Um, and he wasn't in a, in a wheelchair until the last 10 years of his life. Yeah, I was going to say, when he turned about 70, this when he started having to use a wheelchair. So an incredible story. It is an incredible story. And I story. think it's pertinent, and there's a lot of that story that falls into this day and age. For sure it does. And so Brad and I continued our conversation, and you know, he said it was amazing because there, you know, there were so many miracles back then. And I said, it's the, the problem with modern time is that we are waiting for other systems for the medical system in this exact application to save us mm -hmm. instead of figuring it out for ourselves. We have become so complacent that we just figure, well, the doctor will give me a pill and I will be all better. And the fact is, is that we have so much power in our own minds and we just don't utilize it. And when I say mm -hmm. we, I'm not speaking of everyone because I know that some of you out there are going, but I've done this. And congratulations to you. Share your story. Share how much your own mind has healed you. Mm -hmm. it, it is absolutely pertinent for, for today. We are all, I'm sorry, I'm going to be very politic politically incorrect right now, but so many people are hiding in their homes, hoping that the government is going to save them from whatever imaginary thing out there that is scarier today. Right. And, and that's fair enough. It, it, I, I think it's fair. It may not be fair to everyone, but... Please know that we don't have to wait to be rescued, that we actually have so many of these tools within us. And to jump on top of that and to tie this all up with a nice little bow. A lovely little bow. I would just like to say to anybody who might be feeling alone in this whole current mm. situation, Milton Erickson with polo, polio at 18 years of old, age, eight, 18 <laughs> years age old. Gee, I can't even talk. I noticed. He, <laughs> he did it alone. He did it alone. Yes. He did his canoe journey we're not alone. Suggesting, we're not suggesting you canoe off into the wilderness. Although if that's what you want to do, then you go right ahead. Um, however, <laughs> we are saying that your mind is a very powerful thing. Yeah. And, and one of the problems with that powerful tool that we call the mind is that it's already hypnotized. Get out. It's already hypnotized. So that kind of leads us into our next subject. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about Milton Erickson. If you want to know more about Milton Erickson, please just Google it. Um, he Fascinating. There are so many fascinating people that were groundbreakers for hypnosis. Uh, so please take a look at that. But now we'd like to move on to dehypnotizing people. What? Is that a word? I'm not even sure if dehypnotizing is a word, but it's super relevant in my practice. I can tell you that much. I think in regards to the No BS Talk platform, we've already developed that it's dishypnotizing. Dishypnotizing? <laughs> yes, okay. Because everybody by now should know me and my words. Yes, Brad likes to make up words. <laughs> Word of the day for Brad is dishypnotizing. I don't I don't know that I can go with that one, um, but that's okay because it's going to be, we'll, we'll just keep this kind of, I, I'd love to say we're going to keep this short, but it could go on forever. We don't know. Give it to me, Julie. All right. So 
let's go back to the, can I be hypnotized? The problem is often not, can I be hypnotized? But what are you already hypnotized to believe? So auto-suggestion is repeating the same thing over and over and over again until it becomes a story in your head. Now, sometimes we develop our own story, but more often than not, we get a story from somewhere outside of us. Maybe it's our parents, our siblings, mm-hmm. our teacher, whatever the case may be. And you hear that over and over again until it becomes truth to you. But it's not truth. Can you think of anything that would maybe come up for you that somebody could have said to you, good or bad? It doesn't have to be, it doesn't necessarily have to be good or bad. Although when dehypnotizing a client, I have to really, I listen to them communicate with me and I listen to the stories that they've told themselves about their limits mostly, mm-hmm. you know, because we all believe that we have these imaginary limits. And as I said, generally they're put in place a long time ago, possibly by someone else, possibly by a group of people mm-hmm. inadvertently. I don't believe that there's malicious, most people are not malicious out there trying to, you know, hypnotize you for life to believe that you'll never make anything of yourself. But people say things like that. You'll never achieve that. Right. Anything come up for you when I say that? It doesn't have to. I I can't think of anything off the top of my head. You know, obviously we all have messages. Can you think of anything good? Anything that maybe somebody told you throughout your whole life. So I'm trying to lead Brad into something, um, sort of. It wouldn't be the first time, just to note. <laughs> I'm leading him down the garden path is what I'm doing right now. And Hey, Adam, come here. <laughs> what do you want? Right? You f- I have an apple. Um, <laughs> it's right shiny and tank. new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Where are you trying to lead me, Julie? Back to hypnosis. So sometimes, as I said, the message isn't always negative, but sometimes it gets in your way negative or positive. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is, say you've been told that you are the most amazing artist, singer, hockey player, whatever the case may be. And when you don't get picked for the team, it is soul crushing because you know you deserve that. Now, I'm not saying that's your specific story, mm-hmm. but kind of apply that to your life, right. right? Now, as we spoke, actually, I think we should repost one of the videos we did because Brad and I had very different upbringings and I wasn't really told I was amazing at anything, but I wasn't told that I couldn't do anything either. So that left me with, I get to make this up for myself? Okay, you know, I, I definitely had messaging as a child that, that conflicted with who I am today. So thankfully I figured that out, but I didn't have that overarching, you must go in this direction because it is where you belong. I right. didn't have that. I didn't have that either. I did not have pressure. No, I'm not talking about pressure. What was the message that you got? Now, remember, this is your perception of what you received, mm-hmm. right? So I know that at a very early age, you decided remember it comes from self or other, that you needed to go down a certain road. And then it's a struggle to not be on that road. Right. Right, because you send yourself in a direction. Yes, you send yourself in a direction and that is self-hypnosis people. Hmm. When you've decided that you can only have one option because that is your goal or your purpose or your whatever, it's a message that comes internally or from outside of you 
mm-hmm. that can get in your way. Now, when I'm working with clients, uh, often people say, you know, I can't lose weight because I have this issue. I can't lose weight because of this. They come in and they tell me what they can't do mm-hmm. instead of what they can do. So I have to remove the can't do's from relationship, from weight loss, from smoking. All the can't do's are what you are already hypnotized to believe. Does that make sense? So henceforth, dishypnotization. Dis- Right. <laughs> Henceforth. I I would love to go with like Shakespearean on you right now, but I'm really not that good. I so. love this show. I learned so much. Right? <laughs> Keep going, Julie. People need to hear this stuff. It's true. And so from a dehypnotizing point of view, there's so many areas in our in our lives that we have applied hypnosis and we don't realize that we've applied it so we go down the same path over and over again like you said like we talked about with driving and when you know how to get to work you don't have to consciously think about how to get to work so all of a sudden you're there and it's like wow that flew by mm-hmm. i didn't even notice the drive but your your thought processes do that as well right you're heading in one direction you've decided something consciously you've decided that you want to um, begin a new relationship and it's going to be different this time and you've decided all these things that you want but then as you go there's little things that send you on the path that you've always been on because you're hypnotized so you're hypnotized to believe these things you're hypnotized to go in the direction that you've always been on it's kind of law of attraction as well Mm. because Law of attraction, I have dissed in the past simply because of how it is applied today or, or put forward today. Mm. But law of attraction absolutely works because your subconscious is what's running the show. You don't realize what you're attracting because your subconscious is telling the message, not your conscious. Mm. What you say out your mouth has very little to do with what you're experiencing. Okay, so let me just, I'm gonna step aside, not I'm gonna, I'm gonna step sideways Please and do. We I'm, love a sideways I'm step. I'm going to be the interviewer here. Okay. Please you've do. worked with this a lot. Yes. So explain how you would approach somebody who comes into your office. Now, I'm going to preface this with one thing. You and I had a conversation before about somebody will come into your office and they'll say, this is what's wrong with me. And you look at how their mm. feet are placed and then you'll ask them a question or two uh, you're, which you're very good at, asking the right questions, and you realize that they're there for a completely different reason than what they think they are. Mm-hmm. So now you're in a position of needing to step them back before you can even work with them, so to speak, right? Or you need to roll back one issue before you can use hypnosis to do the other issue. So right. explain yeah. to me how this would roll. Okay. Right? Just for somebody who has no clue about how hypnosis and how powerful it is to take somebody from A to B in that situation. So now we're talking about me in general and, and not mm. hypnosis is by no means the only tool that I use. And, and what you just said, uh, and thank you so much. I think we're going to have to do this after the break and really dig into it. Okay. But what I'd love to mention is while you were you know, saying a client comes in and they, they say they're there for one reason and I ask them some questions and I get them to have a conversation with me and I pay attention to all of those little things. I pay attention to the way that they word things. And what came 
up for me is, and I don't know who said it, I wish I could um, remember who said it or where I read it, but it was people come to therapy for two reasons. They either need to be tightened or loosened. That's why they come to therapy. So they either come because they're wound up and they need to be loosened, Mm -hmm. or they come because they're like, I'm not moving anywhere and they need to be tightened. And that is, it's so true. And what you said just really brought that up for me because I do get clients from both situation. And if you join us after the break, maybe Brad and I will run through a situation. I think that'd be brilliant if you're willing to kind of role play with me, Brad, and we can kind of show what a, what a what I don't a have session. any kind of role playing in my, my background history yeah. at all. <laughs> Brad really. as an actor is like, yay, I get to role play. This is awesome. But it's, it's, a little, it's a little frightening for me because he is brilliant at improv. <laughs> And I'm gonna have to roll with it. Normally I'm brilliant with him because I know him, but improv, well, that's another story. So please (laughs) join us after. And what other reasons can they join us after for? Well, absolutely join us on Facebook Live after the show at 3 p.m. Absolutely. Today's Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Tuesday, which is today. Wonderful. And now for for a word from our sponsors who may or may not be us. We're never sure. If you haven't had enough of us, well, We'll be back. (laughs) Thank you so much. See you soon. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are, it's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. Creativity, history shows, endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and the unique knowledge of creativity. How to own it and how to value it. You're creative and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com. What you doing, Brad? Well, I'm looking at clouds and contemplating life thanks to outside the box. Oh? Yeah, since we have a system to take care of our digital stuff, I have time to do this. Well, thank goodness for Darcy at Outside the Box Digital. Yeah, reach out to Darcy at OutsideTheBoxDigital.com for a free review of your digital systems to maximize your time and effort. Hey, hey, Julie, is that is that cloud over there? Is that a... Uh, it's an autocumulus. I was going to say squirrel. Hmm. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at NoBSTalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. 
Now, back to the show. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to round three. Here we are on No BS Talk. Brad Lovell and my lovely partner in crime is Julie Turner. <laughs> that just reminds me of a picture. <laughs> oh, so many inside <laughs> jokes. Partner in crime. This is the third part. We promised some things in the first part. I think so it's time for a cleanup. This is cleanup. Very, very quick cleanup. We were talking about brainwaves. And, and sports hypnosis. performance. Today, this, this is, for anybody just tuning in, we're all about hypnosis today. Yeah, all about hypnosis. And uh, we're going to talk about brainwaves a little bit. We're going to talk about performance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and maybe some improv. Maybe we'll get to some improv. But Brad's going to take us a, take it away with brainwaves. I love brainwaves. He does. He does I love, love the brainwaves of this whole thing. I'm just going to sit back and... In the first part of this thing, we talked about, I, I, I kind of made my allusion to, you know, uh, I look at a brain in its normal operating state as a little bit of a clenched fist. Right. And how hypnosis allows that fist to loosen up. When your brain can loosen up, that allows the subconscious to actually do its thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to look at this in more technical aspect, you know, when we sleep, people talk about deep sleep, people talk about REM sleep. You get into the brain waves. There's a very slow brain wave when we're in deep sleep. Mm-hmm. Then there's a slightly faster one. I'm not going to get into the names. Just before we wake up, there's a slightly faster one. Just as we wake up, there's a little bit faster brain wave. And then in our regular day-to-day activities, there's what's called the beta brain wave, which is a, a little bit faster still. When you get excited, that be- beta you know, gets really quick. Right. And so that's, you know, as the brain wave gets quicker... And like we're talking like if you're envisioning this, it's like a radio wave. Everybody's seen a radio wave. We're talking about a really tight wave with lots of peaks and valleys. It's so cute that you say that. I don't know that everyone's seen a radio wave, but. Uh, you can't see them? <laughs> Do you know how many there God are in here? Things. Um, <laughs> no, my So my point is, is as the wave gets tighter and quicker, that's how the brain gets tighter. So what the whole concept of hypnosis is in a very, very loose fashion is you're trying to pull that brainwave activity down. down and slow it down yeah. to to almost like when you first wake up. Here's an example, something I learned a couple of years ago before I actually got into hypnosis. A tip to anybody who wakes up very stressed out in the morning perhaps is don't look at your phone. Hmm. Don't look at the don't look don't op- open Facebook. Do not give anybody and this is just me don't give anybody outside of you personally the opportunity to affect your day because when you first wake up in the morning, you're highly suggestible. Very, and it will set your day off. Right, and people say like, you know, it's the whole stage hypnosis, you know, you're a duck, don't turn me into a duck. Don't let somebody turn you into a duck. You're highly suggestible. So if you're one of those people that first thing you do is you check all your messages and check your emails and check your calendar to see what meeting you have that day, please, Take 10 minutes, go make a cup of coffee, wake up, and then do it. Yes. Take longer than 10 minutes if you possibly can. That's just me. That's something that I came up with before I got into hypnosis, and I found it helped incredibly. Mm -hmm. So this is just more of the whole hypnosis thing and your brainwave activity. For sure. And that's part of sleep hygiene as well, which is definitely an area of expertise. So please reach out if you want to understand a little bit more about the, the time before and after and during sleep and how important it is and how to kind of set yourself up for success in that mm-hmm. area. Now, 
Speaking of success, yes, Brad is now going to share a little bit about sports performance, which is an area he loves to work in. Yes, and we went down to Los Angeles, uh, and that's where we met one of our guests on the show. Yeah, at the biohacking uh, event down there in January. Yes, where we met Wendy Michelle. Yes, and Wendy Michelle was with an Olympic athlete at the time. I cannot remember his name. <laughs> I was just going to say, very, I really wish nice I could guy. remember his name right now. Wendy, if you're listening, please drop us a line and let uh, let us know who that was. But uh, he uses hypnosis to help his performance. Now, this is something that people may or may not know about. Um, but just to show and illustrate to people how the hypnosis techniques can actually help with your body and your wellness. So I'm going to read just a little bit from a blog on the Wellness Institute um, all about sports hypnosis and optimal performance. So that's the Wellness Institute if you're interested in reading the rest of this. That's right. So here's the thing. It says performance enhancing techniques can be divided into those which the individual remains passive, uh, which include receiving a message, suggestion, or stimulus in sleep, learning, subliminal training, and audio and visual cortical entertainment. Wow. And those where the individual needs to take a more active approach, where you're talking meditation, speed reading, neurofeedback, and mental imagery. Hypnosis has the advantage of offering both passive and active forms of intervention. In fact, many of the techniques listed above can be specifically and significantly augmented by incorporating hypnosis. Awesome. So the short form of that is... You've got a mind, you've got a body. You're trying to find a zone of optimal function where you're getting both of those in tune. To some people, you can call this mojo, you can call it flow. You know, there's some days where you come out of the box and you're just like, everything is butter, man. I'm flowing, <laughs> I'm rocking it. Haven't seen one of those myself for a while, but. <laughs> I've had any them. day now. And any day. Anybody who's listening to this knows when you have those days where it says everything is butter, it's flowing, boom, 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 you're not stressed, bang, bang, bang. And that is the goal. And they found they have found and proven that hypnotic techniques can alter all of those things. Well, absolutely, because when you are not in flow, it's your mind that's in your way. Mm -hmm. It's your mind that's in your way. And sometimes, let's go back to Brad's tip there. Maybe that's the no BS recipe for success. Do not pick up your phone for at least, I'm going to say half an hour. He right. was being nice to you with 10 minutes. I'm going to say half an hour. But it's it's your mind that will get in your way. So if you've got to get up and be like super successful, don't let a negative message get into your mind to take you off track. Right. You know, use, use that awareness of self to kind of continue that good vibe that you wake mm -hmm. up with in the morning. I know I wake up happy every morning and I'm not being sarcastic. I am a ridiculous morning person. Love, love, love mornings. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. You're crazy in the morning. <laughs> I, yeah, I am a little bit crazy in the morning. I'm, I'm crazy most of the day until like, I don't know, probably nine, 10 o'clock at night. And then I like shut down, like my battery just was popped out. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit about that. And yeah. myself as a musician, I'm just going to add a musician entertainer. Um, it's one of the things that I'm very interested in is using these techniques to try and help creative, creative minds. Right. Um, be more creative, to be less hard on themselves. Well, but do you need to be tightened up or loosened up, right? 
Very, very good point. Absolutely. So that's something that I'm working on, and it's the same kind of stuff. And and that's, you know, for you guys out there that are listening, think stop for one second and think about yourself. What category do you fall into? Do you need to be tightened up or loosened up? Or do you feel that you need one or the other? Brad and I were talking about um, a recent client of mine who came in for uh, one specific reason. Now, before the break, we had talked about how I work with a client and we were going to do some improv and we, we may or may not get into that, but we're going to, what we're going to talk about now, uh, or what I'm going to talk about with Brad's help and support is how I tend to work with clients. I'm sure that many people out there have assumptions as to what going to a therapist looks like or and then a hypnotherapist throws them a curveball and they do not know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to give some information around that. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Brad, for, for leading into that. I would love for you to do that. So a client came to see me, new client, just last week, and was coming because they were having issues with procrastination. Mm-hmm. And they were, I could tell by their appearance and by the way they were sitting and by everything about them that they were actually quite on. They were quite in tune with themselves and and i'm thinking the message of procrastination is very confusing to me because i don't see this person as being a big procrastinator Mm. like it it just didn't it didn't make sense to me so these are things i'm of course keeping inside of my head and i asked them a few questions then i asked them to tell me about the situation they were procrastinating on and just watching their demeanor and i i said okay so let's just do a quick visualization so sometimes i use like instant visualization or an NLP technique or whatever the case may be just to get an answer a quick answer to see which direction we're going Mm. Uh, I don't always use traditional hypnosis I'm doing air quotes but sometimes I do Uh, and other times I use I I read cards but we'll get into that so in this case I just asked this client to close their eyes and I asked them a simple question if they could move forward in this situation would they should they? And the answer was no. And I'm like, so you're not procrastinating. You're going down the wrong road. There's a difference between procrastination and your intuition saying, don't do this. So this person needed to not go down that road. And our conversation changed dramatically from the reason that they walked in the door. And just the demeanor, the the energy around this person was completely shifted because they stopped being angry at themselves. They were angry because they were a top performer and they they were just confused as to why they weren't taking that next step, but they had never given themselves the time and space to see if it was the right next step. So would it be fair to say that in the state that they were in, they were kind of in a heightened brainwave activity with a really tight fist? Not able to hear their mind whatsoever. Not even able to hear themselves. Yes. Like mind spinning. Most definitely. And and that is that is a beautiful analogy for it, right? That you can't, it, it, mind not even spinning. It, I don't even know how to describe that, but you're not listening to your own thoughts. And I think, I don't like to talk about this day and age because first of all, I think it makes me sound like an old lady. Mm. But the truth is that we have constant inundation. We wake up, we pick up our phone. We've got a podcast playing. We've got the news playing. We've got a movie or TV something is always coming in at us and we don't take a moment in silence to just listen to our own thoughts listen to our own mind i spend a lot of time in silence because i love to explore my own mind Mm -hmm. and and i suggest that you do it at least a few minutes a day our minds need silence our minds do need silence 
They do. It, it's, it's not just a good idea. I'm telling you people, your mind needs silence. It needs space. Just like your body needs to sleep. Yes. You know, Absolutely. your mind needs silence to assess itself, to figure itself out. Otherwise, you end up with that horrible clenched fist. Mm -hmm. And let me just draw an analogy here. You know, every, most people know what it feels like to have that horrible stress feeling between their shoulders. Yes. And how limiting that can be physically. Some of you are probably like, feeling it right now because you're highly suggestible and Brad's telling you to feel it. Yeah, that's right. I'm, <laughs> come with me, people. Yeah. Your mind needs to, your mind can do the same thing. So they're the same. That's what's happening in your head. Absolutely. So it's moving closing. forward, hypnosis. How can that apply? How, 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 how does the hypnotic technique apply? Is there any, like, could you do a, like a two minute? People can just do even a, a self hypnosis anytime they want. And so something that they can do, maybe this is super relevant actually. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are listening as you drive, please do not participate in this. Never close your eyes because I ask you to close your eyes if you're driving or if you're standing or anything else. Mm -hmm. But we're just gonna do a short kind of relaxation technique and I mean really, really short so that you can see what a difference it can make when you just slow yourself down. So we're gonna mm -hmm. do more of a, of a full body slowdown, I suppose. And again, simple breathing technique. I did not make this up. This is not credit to me, but it's something easily that you can use. So if you are not driving, disclaimer, uh, or standing or operating machinery, please follow along. If you are, listen to this again and follow along then. And Brad's gonna follow along with you, isn't he? I might not end the show. I might just yeah. drop off right I might here. just like... Yeah, I might just let him. But I'm go. I'm I'm gonna give you a kudo here because I just totally threw Julie under the bus. She had no idea that I was gonna say, "Hey, why don't you do a little snippet?" <laughs> so this is literally just a breathing technique, and like I said, if you are not operating machinery or driving, please just take a moment now and just start by closing your eyes and just closing your eyes and taking a nice, gentle but fairly deep breath in and then just release it and you'll become a little bit more aware of your body and just maybe aware of your hands and where they rest and aware of everything that you feel in your body any tension any places where you feel tension or discomfort do whatever you need to shift just to allow that discomfort to ease now we're gonna do a little breathing technique. Just slowing your breathing down, just, just slightly. And just do five counts in as you breathe in. And hold for two. And then five counts out. This shouldn't be strenuous. It's just allowing your body to relax and slow down. And just keep doing that breathing, five counts in. And hold for two and five counts out. And what you'll begin to notice is your body slows down as well. Your heart rate slows down. You just feel more comfortable. And this is signaling to your mind as well as your body that you are safe 
and that everything's okay. And you can continue to do this breathing. And you can do this as long as you want to, and all you're thinking about is those five counts in, holding for two and five counts out. And this will allow your mind, that silence, any thoughts that come along the, with it, just allow them to come and then allow them to go. You don't need to get stuck in those thoughts, but it's okay to have them. That's what your mind does. And if you can practice this for a few minutes every day, your brain, your body, and everything else will thank you. But for now, you're going to open your eyes and you're going to rejoin us so we can say goodbye as we leave the show today. Thank you so much for participating. Thank you, Brad, for participating. That was awesome. Wonderful. Hopefully everybody is just a little bit more relaxed as they go into their day. And don't forget, you can reach out to Brad or I anytime you like, if you have any questions, or if you want to book an appointment. We'd love to see you. Don't forget to join us. When do they want to join us? I'm going to wake up and okay. we're going to be on Facebook Live. Perfect. At 3 p.m. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, we'll be there in seconds. Join us Tuesday, 3 p.m. Thank you so much, everyone. And thank you, Brad. Thanks, Julie. Have a great day. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's edition of No BS Talk. Brad Lovell and Julie Turner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make sure you're here, too. 